Oh, hello again. Good to see you. Oh, it's been some time. Thanks for inviting us into your ears. Uh, sorry that we didn't do a podcast in the last two weeks between our schedule and honestly getting the proper like internet to post everything. <laughs> yeah. We have been uh, struggling a little bit because there's been a lot of travel, a lot of just craziness going on. Excuses, so, excuses, excuses. No, that, that's just what it is and that's life and we had to deal with that. So we appreciate you coming back and hanging out with us. We didn't my even name, do a birthday My Day Friday. We didn't. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie. And this is the My Day Friday podcast. I know Carla Marie has some list that she's going to test me on a little bit. Well, it's the 12 things you should know about your partner six months Ooh. into a relationship. Okay, so we'll, we'll go through that. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit of basketball because it is NCAA tournament season. And I am literally, as we wrap this up, packing my little backpack and heading down to San Diego to go stay with my friend Sean. Okay, Dora. <laughs> yeah, to my backpack, backpack. And going to watch the Seton Hall Pirates take on, who are we playing? Oh, the Texas Christian University Horned Frogs. Oh my God, I love Horned Frogs. Oh yeah? I, I They're so cool. They're the best kind of frog. Uh, they're so pretty and they're so slimy. They're not slimy though. They're not. They're prickly. They're prickly. Yeah, yeah so. They're like a stegosaurus. So you really like those frogs, huh? Yeah. How did Rutgers... You know what? Let's talk about that later. Here's an intro. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's, it's my day Friday. What's up? It's Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. And you're listening to my two favorite people, Carla Marie and Anthony. It's my day Friday. Hi, I'm Perry. Hi, I'm Leanne. Hi, I'm Jesse. Hi, I'm Jade. I'm Will. Yes, it is my day Friday. Well, Carla Murray. Talk closer to the microphone. Closer like this. I'm trying to make sure that our levels are like, okay, you know? Something's been off lately. So first and foremost, uh, my travel to San Diego. I will be flying down there, going to check out Seton Hall as they take on TCU in the first and their first game of oh, the NCAA horn dogs. Tournament. What are they called? The horn frogs. <laughs> You're like screaming into the microphone. <laughs> corn, do- corn dogs? Horn dogs, and then I thought corn dogs. You're the worst. Like, here's the funny thing about Carla Marie, is she has fully bought into the Seton Hall uh, Rutgers rivalry, mainly because she likes to antagonize me. But ask Carla Marie how many Rutgers basketball games she has been to. And I can tell you the answer. It's one. I think so. And do you know why she went to that one basketball game? Because all of my Seton Hall friends were (laughs) going to watch the Seton Hall Rutgers game at the Prudential Center. So Carla Marie tagged along. How many Seton Hall football games have you been to? Zero. Because there's none because you're dumb. There is is no official (laughs) Seton Hall football team. However, the Seton Hall intramural flag football team. Stop, stop. That ran that campus in 2006 and 2007, and actually I think in 2005 as well, we beat the priests at the seminary. That's not, finish that sentence. In a so game. bad. In a game. So It was like 70, it was, the, it was the championship game, and I think we beat them by 50 points. I wouldn't feel so bad tackling a priest. Oh, well, we didn't tackle it, we just had to pull the flags. I would probably tackle them. No, I also um, got kicked out. Of the championship game one of the years. Did you curse? No. So, 
we we had a very very good team. We had a couple of guys like I was a Division One track athlete. We've talked about that before, so I was pretty fast. We had a couple guys on our team who could have gone Division One in other sports at other schools, or at least Division Three, and chose not to. So we had a very athletic intramural team. And in the semifinal game, we were destroying this one team. There was like three seconds left in the game, and they kind of they rushed our quarterback, my friend Jake. And I believe they, like, ran into him. Or Dr. They, Daddy? Dr. Daddy, yeah. He was a phenomenal quarterback. And basically what happened was they were super aggressive at the end of the game. It caused a little bit of a scuffle. And for whatever reason, I picked up the football and I chucked it at the kid that was getting into it with my friend. And I got thrown out, That's basically. That's not allowed at accident. a Catholic school. It's not allowed really at all at any sports. You're not allowed to curse there, right? Or show no, your you, shoulders? <laughs> I... I showed my shoulders all the time. It was I don't fine. think that's allowed. I did. I used to run in a uh, a little like uh, racing singlet. I've heard about this, and I have seen no photos. There are there really weren't a ton of photos. If I buy you a singlet for a stagecoach, will you wear it? No, I will wear overalls, but shorts, which will look a little bit like a loose singlet. It's the same thing. No, the singlet. It was real tight. Did you wear a cup? No. Then, then people just saw everything. I mean, I would like you tuck it a little bit. <laughs> Not tuck, not tuck like uh, like Silence of the Lamb tuck. You like adjust it so it's not just like a weird blob in the front of you. I actually don't want to see these photos. No. And I would normally, if I was racing in the singlet, I would normally have like sweatpants on right before the race. I'd take them off, race, and then put them back on. Did everyone wear this or you chose? It depends. Uh, there were a couple different uniforms you could choose. A lot of, especially because our team was a really good sprint team. Mm. Most of the, the sprinters used the singlet. Now, I have a question. Or at least tights on the bottom and like a, a jersey on top. Did girls wear this? Uh, the girls wore like tight bottoms with like a sports bra top, basically. From okay. what I remember. Bellies out? I think so. All most year of year round? It was either indoor track or spring track. Or winter so, is indoor, so. My question is, at what point are you at like practice and are like, all right, team, come pick out your uniform. Then you like try on the different things and decide I'm going to go with this one. No, they give you, you have access to all the different combinations. But I'm saying, so every day you could pick a different one? Like, yeah. what, what is that process like? So I would, depending on the event that I was running or competing in, like in winter track, when I was just sprinting, because you don't have javelin in indoor track, oh. um, I would normally wear the tights and this or and or the singlet, or not, and or, or the singlet, and then it was also dependent on if I was on a relay team or not, because your relay team has to match. Right. So how'd you guys, like, pick? What are we going to wear? Someone just says, "Hey, we're doing the jersey or the and this the shorts or so you're you would doing... switch it up weekly." Yeah, kind of like whatever a dance you wanted. Team. It also depended on the mem- dependent or was dependent on the members of the relay team because sometimes the, the teammates would switch up. So you basically were a dance team. Sure. Yeah. Because like I we used didn't to have change a cheer. I used to have a thing in high school and college, and I even did it when I was playing in like a church league basketball after college. I usually wear long socks like almost knee-high socks, and they're usually different colors. So, and then I also have, they're not only different colors, the darker sock always goes on the right foot. Hmm. I don't know why, it's just something I started doing, I think in football in high school and then in track and continued. How's that worked out for I'm you? very fashion-forward when it comes to my athletics, you know? Because again, like we talked about on Twitch uh, about two weeks ago, mm. I'm a style icon. I'm no, a fashion, fashion icon. Fashion icon. Yeah, fashion and style. I'm the intersection of both. Says the man who wears literally only a fur from Target. Yeah. 
Fur is dope. Fake fur, specifically. Faux fur. Fake fur. It's faux fur. If you're going to call yourself a faux fashion Faux is, is just a French word for fake? I'm an American fashion icon. <laughs> Not a French fashion icon. Although Lebanon was under French occupation for a long time. So we're like kind of French, which probably is where my fashion forward sense comes from. You can't even name a French company. I can absolutely. Airbus. No, fashion company. You said French. A French fashion company. Uh, Louis Vuitton. Yes. Thank you. Is Givenchy, is that or no? I don't know. Gucci? No, that's Italian. That's Italian. Gucci is 100% Italian. Prada? Italian. Italian. Plus, all the fashion brands that I know you wouldn't even, they're so like up and coming that ah. you wouldn't even know them because I'm that far ahead of the curve. Okay, Anna Delvey. Who's that? He's so poor. I, can't, I was doing it so good earlier. Oh, and, is that that stupid ass show? Anna. Okay, let me explain something about that show. I'm sure the, I know it's based on like a true story and everything. Yeah. And I'm sure it's a great show. I cannot stand, mm-hmm. cannot stand the accent so, that she puts on. And she's a great actress. Yes. She's, it's the girl from Ozark. I thought the same thing because I watched the trailer and was like, I can't do it. And Ricky was like, no, you should watch it. Mm. So I got into it, and now now it's like funny. And I, I get it, Anthony, but I'm telling you, if you watch it, you would actually like it. Nah, that ain't for me, dog. You're so poor. That ain't for me, dog. Why do you dress like that? You're not a fashion icon. <laughs> okay, moving forward. Um, You're so poor. Rutgers had their showing in the NCAA tournament. How'd that go? Seton Hall is so dumb. How did the Rutgers game go? It was They were winning most of it. <laughs> it was actually a phenomenal game. They took on Notre Dame Wednesday night, lost in overtime, mm-hmm. double overtime. Yep. That Which is nuts. There, I feel like there have been more overtime games in the first couple days of the tournament than I had seen in a long time. That means Maybe that ever. the teams were paired properly. It does. It normally means they were, well, actually, I take that back. It doesn't. Here's why, Carla Marie. In your game, the Rutgers-Notre Dame game, that was matched evenly because they were both supposed to be even teams playing for the 11 seed Yeah, to yeah, move yeah, on. that's right. They're not, they're like one versus 15. But for all of the other games, that means that maybe they weren't matched properly. Because technically, like if you're, play, if you're a four playing a 13, right? Is that how that works? Yeah. A four playing a 13, the four is supposed to blow out the 13. That's how that al- works. Are you always nine spots away? Uh, no, but the combination in the first round, only the first round, the combination of teams they're seeding will always add up to 17. Because you have one playing 16, two playing 15. You get it? But then, why 17? That's just what it is. Why can't they do a different number? Because you'd have to add or subtract teams. How well, I, don't even, teams? I actually don't even, don't even know what you're asking. How many teams? <laughs> what? Are you high? Why can't they just do like 34? <laughs> no, don't start. Don't start. <laughs> do you have a stitch? No. I legit thought my sis, I think my sis just ruptured. So maybe that's why you've been all wacky? Excuse me. You've been like real wacky today. Just super. I need a minute. I gotta <laughs> Are you okay? It might be gas <laughs> Okay, if it's gas pains, get the hell out of the studio. It's too small in here. Wait. If you're gonna make me keep laughing, I gotta go somewhere because it's there's a. I can't help it. it I'm, feels I'm hilarious. Like someone just took a knife and slid it across the side of my the whole front of my stomach. Is this a serious problem we need to address? Because <laughs> you you have a huge smile on your face, and I don't know how to do this. 
Like, imagine someone's looking at you laughing and be like, I'm dying, help me. And you're like, but you're laughing, I don't know what to do. Because it hurts so bad, I don't know what's happening. Okay, are you okay? Do you need, uh, I don't know, Tums? No. Pepto-Bismol? Doing what? Asking me if I what medicines I need. Dean, well then, okay. Here's the one thing. Say, do you need medicine? Last week, I was like, I don't know, my stomach hurts really bad. Yeah. And he said, do you need an antacid? <laughs> like, I sir. Did. Okay, you guys go get me a Flintstones vitamin. I'm about to That's poop a vitamin, my pants. not an antacid. An antacid is what Tums is, isn't it? Isn't that for heartburn and digestion? It's just to like settle your stomach, I believe, or settle whatever is going on. Maybe I've been using antacid all wrong my whole life. Not that I use it that often. The word or the the product? The product. I also don't use the word. I probably use the word less than I use the product now that I uh, think about see. it. Antacid is a substance that neutralizes stomach acidity. Thank you. And is used to relieve heartburn, ingestion, or an upset stomach. Okay. So you're welcome for yeah. caring. But here's one of the problems, and this is something that I believe normally is one of the differentiating factors between men, men and women, okay? <laughs> men, when you present a problem, the male instinct is to, like, hammer away at it. Like, how do I fix this problem? How do I fix this problem? I'm going to suggest a bunch of things until the problem is fixed or I don't have to worry about it anymore. Women will open up and reveal and talk about a problem without necessarily needing to solve it. No, women will just fix it instead of hammering no, no. away at it. They'll just fix it in the and first hammer. That's not true. Um, but then but your thing is Do you understand what true. I'm saying? Because, like, you'll say, oh, my God, I don't feel good, blah, 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 uh, this and that. <laughs> oh, my God, I had bad dreams. My stomach hurts. My toe hurts. Whatever. And I'll, I'll suggest things to help you solve that. And then you'll just like, no, I don't need help. Just leave me alone. I just wanted to say it. It's like, well, then don't. <laughs> Are you okay? It hurts so bad. Okay, do you need a, do you need a Tums? No, it's not Tums related. It's not Tums related. I think. I think Pepto? No, it might be my ovarian cyst literally rupturing live on this podcast. So what do I do? Just shush for a minute. Or, if I shush and you leave, this podcast is done. Or, or it's gas pains. It's very hard to tell the difference. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Go fart. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, girls fart, Anthony. It's disgusting. Anyway, what I was saying <laughs> is oftentimes women will present a problem oh just because they feel like letting someone know there is a problem. Oh, this is the most misogynistic no, no, no. thing you've said. I'm not saying either one is right or wrong. I'm just saying, and I think a lot of people because, have probably observed the, the same thing. Maybe. Because we like to speak about, yeah. we're open and honest about things where men just like don't do that. What's the opposite of misogynistic? There isn't. Misogynistic. Phogenist. Either way, whatever you said is the opposite of misogyny. <gasps> no, it's. It's phimogeny. It's. <laughs> I think that's like a food thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's the, phlebotomy. <laughs> the difference is you basically just said that all women do is complain. No. Yes, I did. I said that women, basically what I was saying is women enjoy airing their problems without necessarily needing to solve them. And it's I think that's venting. actually, I think that's actually very good. Yes. Because the idiotic caveman mentality of a guy to be like, there's a problem. I need to no, hammer away at this somehow. Isn't necessarily always the most positive thing. Sometimes you need to sit back and just say what the problem is. Let your brain kind of process a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. 
But I think it's also like when something's wrong with you, I'm like, what do you need? What do you want? I'll get you this. You need yeah, medicine. so it's different. Well, that's what I'm telling you to shut up because that's just the same thing. It's the same thing. No. It's the ailer versus the fixer. The ailer? Like an um, ailment. An ailer. I mean, I made a phomogeny before, so I guess I can't really talk. I wish somebody made a glossary of all the words we've made. It would be so stupid. It would be so good. Um, So basically, if you're in need, you're always like, uh, and the other person's like, what do you need? What do you need? You're like, I just need to be. uh." Yeah. So it's not a man-woman thing. It's Um, a painful thing. I think it's more often women. Okay. I I 100% agree with what I just said. (laughs) (laughs) I know so. Um. Let's go into your, your stupid list. What is this list? 12 things, six months, partners? 12 things you should know about your partner six months into a relationship according to a couple's counselor. All right, let's do it. One, what makes your par- partner laugh and cry? Uh, me. <laughs> Next. No, you should know that. What makes you laugh? I'm not asking you what they are. So you're just going to go through the list then? <laughs> what makes me laugh and cry? What makes you laugh? Comedy shows. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Uh, what makes your partner laugh? Funny things. <laughs> <laughs> laughable <laughs> items. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Maybe we should only do this podcast once every three weeks. Because I feel like we're on fire right no, now. No, I'm dying. Literally well, in pain. This ever. might be the last one then. Something's happening. Oh, my God. If I die, it's been really, really fun. Um, good, good. Anyway, what makes you laugh? I don't know. You like Dave Chappelle? Okay. He's funny. <laughs> Again, stand-up comedy makes me laugh. Wow, you know me so well. I make you laugh, and that's true, but just by being me. You do make me laugh, yeah. Now, what makes you cry? I'm trying to think the last time we cried. We got emotional. Sports? What? <laughs> What? I don't know what was a worse answer. Stand-up comedy or sports? Um, Oh, God, the last time you cried. I can't believe you said stand-up comedy makes me laugh. Like, that was a new revelation. It was literally like, what is your dad like as a kid? And you're like, draw it, sports and comedy. Work? My dad likes to work. Um, What makes Tones cry? Not much, really. No, but I've seen you cry a lot. A lot. Define a lot. In the 10 years I've known you, I you cried when we moved. You cried when we got here. You cried. I did not cry. Uh, not we cry both cried when we broke up at one point. What? If you're going to sit here and try to look me in the eye and tell me you didn't cry. not But you didn't see me do that. I sure did. I think you're lying. Anthony George. I think you're lying. <laughs> You know how I know that you're wrong? Why? And you know you're wrong? She wouldn't be saying, I think you're lying. No, I just don't remember that moment. Well, I do. Maybe I blocked it out. All right. Because it was so sad, you can never imagine I was expecting to be like, I don't know, emotional sad things make him cry. (sighs) I'm not really a cryer, so it's a a tough... Yeah. Okay, what makes me laugh and cry? Me. (laughs) You make me cry. I'm hilarious. I'm also very frustrating. See, things that frustrate Carla Marie makes, make her cry. Yes. More, more so than sad things. True. Carla Marie is a frustrated, angry crier. Which is super annoying, honestly. <laughs> it's super annoying. Oh, like, am I, um, oh, I'm sorry. You're a man and my female emotions bother you? No. 
It doesn't bother me. But think about it this way. We've actually talked, we used to talk about this on the radio show. People will defend crying in the workplace and be like, well, you know, that's showing emotion, blah, blah, blah. Crying is not an emotion. Crying is a reaction to different emotions, right? Because you can be happy and cry, sad and cry, angry and cry, frustrated and cry, confused and cry. Mm-hmm. When you, I believe that first off, yeah, sometimes crying is inevitable, right? Regardless of where you are. But I think if you continually cry in the workplace, you just haven't figured out how to control your emotions no, in the workplace. But sometimes you physically cannot control it. But think about it this way. Imagine what if you were laughing somewhere and you couldn't stop laughing. But your responsibility, especially at work, is to control your reactions in the workplace. Now, the, and now the you can side control of this, screaming. You can control things. that. But no. That's so like, then how come, how come if a guy crying screams? Crying is like a bodily function. Okay, so is pissing. You control that. You don't just sometimes, piss everywhere at work. Sometimes it gets bottled up and comes out. <laughs> but hear me out for a second. And I don't want to vilify anyone who's cried. It's, this is just a debate, right? This is okay. just talking. It's just a discussion. This was supposed to be fun. It is fun. This is fun. Have fun. <laughs> um, no, just like if a guy or a woman, whoever, gets angry and throws things, right? The throwing things. The throwing something is your reaction to being angry. Yeah, but that is something that you physically decided to do. I am, when I start crying, I'm not like, okay, cry. No, but, but to, it's the, still you, a... Re- you can't compare them. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. They're both reactions no. to emotions and stimulus. No. And stimuli. You can't control crying. You cannot I think control... You, maybe you should. No, but, no, but people can't. I, di- I disagree. If you're going to cry, you're going to cry. I think... When you're grieving, right? That's totally different. But I think in the workplace. No, stop. It's totally different. I told you you're not allowed to talk about feelings until you watch Inside Out. The Pixar movie? Yeah. About feelings? Yeah. Why? What because is that going to teach me? Because you'll understand everything. Because there's a little color, colored uh, cartoon character in my brain pulling levers? Yeah, because you can't control crying. You can be like, stop it, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. But, uh, and it's still like that thing is still there. Okay, next. What's what? on the list? Well, what makes me laugh? What makes you laugh? Your cats make you laugh. They do, they're funny. I think, and this is going to sound somewhat dumb at first. Carla Marie's friends make her laugh. Which ones? No, no. Most of them, because Carla Marie gets in a laughy mood, even if things are not funny around her friends. Does that make more sense? All right, like, give me an example. Like, a couple weekends ago, when Erica and John and Ricky and Jake were here, you just laughed the whole time. The whole weekend. It would be the stupidest thing to be like, oh my God, these cookies don't taste good. (laughs) Yeah, you did. You told us they were dusty cookies and we died. You didn't die. But it's me. I'm not the only one. Erica does too. Okay. This isn't about Erica. (laughs) All right, no, what's number two? I didn't like number one. That's stupid. What You should know what your partner's passionate about. Cats, small businesses, and supporting people. And? For you, that's it. National parks, saving the animals. When was the last time you went to a national park? It's been a long time. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I don't love them. <laughs> I just bought a national park calendar. Oh, okay. And it's, it's from no, the I, parks. The, I would say your number one is cats. Well, they got to save them all. Your number two is supporting 
um, the people in your life mm-hmm. to, to follow their passions and stuff like that. Truth. Number three is small business. Number four is national parks. What am I? So what is it? Just that? Mm-hmm. What you're passionate about? Okay, go. Sports. <laughs> okay, no, for real though. You are passionate specifically about Seton Hall basketball. Very. That might be number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, passionate about what we do as a, I don't want to just say like our podcast and, and our show. You're more passionate about every time just the future of it. Mm-hmm. Like, what's next? For you, it is the what is next in business. It's fair. Um, you are passionate about your family, specifically. Are you going to cry? No. Oh, man. I'm literally just looking at you. I think that would be it. Okay, that's fair. Oh, you're passionate about traveling to see the bros? I can't believe you didn't say working out. Oh, my God. I forgot about it. It's like you don't even know me. I guess that is very important, but right. I would, I forget that that's like um, a thing that you like can be passionate about and not like, it's just part of your life. Yeah. Well, I'm pa- I'm so passionate that it has become part of my life. Yes. Now that might beat seeing all basketball uh, again on the, what is this list again? Only at number two, 12 things we're not doing. We okay. Can't. So let's, let's, let's speed through here. Number three. Uh, you should know how their family affected their growth. I, I know. How so? Well, I thought we weren't answering all of them. I'm just saying, yes, I know. <laughs> so it's, just, it's turned into yes or no, true or false. Well, you had a big family. You I were did. like cousin. Your cousins were always around. I know that your aunt, you had to move in with your aunt for a while because your mom kicked you out. Well, yes and no. But yeah. Like, I know all about that. Okay. You know. And for the record, I wasn't kicked out, like, get out of my house. I'm never seeing you again. It was like, you're really bad at schoolwork. You're going to go live literally three blocks away with your aunt, and she's the smartest one in the family, and you're going to get your schoolwork done. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't, like, out on the streets, out. You should have been. Uh, Carla Marie has been influenced by her family, and I noticed this once I started getting to know the family mm. um, and when Carla Marie is back with her family. It's a very loud in your face family. Like you if you don't say what you want to what your point is so loud and so quickly you'll never be heard. But you also have to say it like it's the most important thing in the world. Well it is. That's the that's the difference cuz I also have a big family where you have to get your point out very quickly. But in Carla Marie's family, and it is why Carla Marie is the way she is, everything that you think is the most important thing in the world. Yep, it's true. Uh you should know what makes your partner mad. Me? Yes. You are the answer. Actually, I think your a actions. lot of things make you mad. Oh, and a lot of things don't make you mad. People, no, people not putting the weights back at the gym. It's a whole big thing. I get, I get a whole long text about someone that didn't put their weights Organizational back. things make me very mad mm-hmm. because they're simple. My, my computer being too far over in your way, so mad. Yeah. Me accidentally folding this tablecloth that we use, like bending it, so mad. <laughs> All right, what's next? Oh, what makes me mad? Everything. You? <laughs> yeah, mainly me. When Continue. you sleep on the couch? All right, so this... Person says you're supposed to know what makes them mad, obviously. Do they have spiritual beliefs and how do they affect their choices? I don't think it affects your choices, but you do have them. Okay. Um, you're, I don't, you're not a very spiritual person. I'm spiritual. Spiritual. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. What's next? But I'm spiritual in that is, um, what's the other word? Superstitious. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Carla Marie doesn't want your shoes on the table or something. No, that's dirt. No, wasn't there like oh. you can't put sneaker boxes on the table or something? New, sneak, new shoes. Idiotic. 
Oh, what are their defining moments? You should know that about your partner. Ooh, defining moment for Carla Marie. What is a defining moment? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know yours either. And I think the problem, maybe it's because I've known you so long. It's not like I've had to tell you. But, like, that's such a weird thing. It's not like, so my defining, like, what does that even mean? Let me read. Uh, we suggest you let gut instinct and context determine whether or not meeting you is an acceptable response. Well, a defining moment of my life would not have been meeting you. Although, no. I think a defining moment of my life would just be working at Elvis' show. Yeah. I think I'm definitely the most influential person in your life. I would also be the most influential in yours. I disagree. I think Who I've is? influenced you more. Who is in yours then? Mine? Most influential it's person not on here. in my life. I don't know. Uh, next. What's that? What's next on the list, Carla Uh, You should know what is most important to them. Your cats and your family. Uh-huh. Same thing for you. Your family, then the cats. They're not. No, they're, I don't put them at number two on my list. Max. <laughs> Max is maybe number four. Well, most important to you is living a healthy lifestyle and working out. I don't know. Next. Well, this list is. I'm 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 fading. Just go through them. Let's not even. How would the they define success? You should know that money. That's not true. <laughs> what kind of support do they need when they're stressed or sad? I. When you are stressed or sad, you need not time alone to decompress, but I think you need time with someone to decompress. Yes, you need time alone. I need absolutely well, time alone. We know alone. that. I say, whatever you need, come find me. Yeah, for me, it's like I just have to sit in the same room as you and not speak. <laughs> yes. Uh, number 10, what are they the most proud of about themselves? My dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not erasing that, by no, the way. No, I know, but there's people that are just probably crashed. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, what the, is Carla Marie the most no, proud of? No, I'm answering. Of? The thing you're the most proud of is how many weights you lift. I mean, it's up there. It's not that impressive, though, so I don't think it's the most... I don't know what I'm most proud of. Um, you are most proud, I think, <laughs> of your work with small businesses and animal rescues. Yes, just specifically the beautiful animals that I have rescued Next in this house. What number number 11. On? What can instantly light them up inside? Like... In a good way, like... I don't know. Skip that one. I don't And then last... How do they recharge their emotional batteries? Sleep. Oh, for me or you? I'm answering for you, right? Um, yeah. I think you need time to watch like a, you just watch a stupid show or something. You'll watch like uh, Shit's like- Creek or The Office. <gasps> You'll, that's how you recharge. Yeah, yeah. Like it, that lights me up inside actually. <laughs> <laughs> and going on walks for both of us. Okay. I would say. Is that what recharges me? Who wrote this stupid ass list? I'll read it. I'll tell you. Emma Singer. I, you know what, Emma? Your list is garbage. Put it in the trash. What is it? What Excuse do you say? Me? That's my phrase. What do you say? Throw it in the garbage. Throw it in the garbage. Never reading another article by Emma Singer again. That's mean. What if she listens? She write better articles. But this is what, and we do these lists all the time. It's one of the problems. I mean, it's, it's so clickbaity. And there's so many websites out there that are like, they, their whole. Well, they worked with the counselor. That doesn't mean anything. So I'm going to work with like Dr. A and be like, here are the 12 signs that you're allergic to food. Sure. Uh, like we need to start working with the experts in our lives. Like who do we got? Experts? Like someone, you should interview me. 12 signs you love your cat. 
You know what's so sad about the internet? Is that article would actually do super well. I, I click on the multiple. Exactly. Signs you love your cat. It's got to be taken already. Read this article to tell you exactly what you know. Confirmation bias. Here you go. Literally, I'm signs you love your job, boyfriend, girlfriend. Signs you love your cat too much. Oh, see, that's a good one, and you probably are going to read it. But you're not going to read it while we're on the podcast. Uh, we have been doing this now for about 30 minutes or so, Carla Marie. Mm-hmm. And I have to still pack my backpack up and head down to San Diego. Okay. So. Are you packing swim trunks? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have a short, uh, pair of shorts in there. I'm packing very light, though. Literally, like, computer, microphone, no gym stuff. I'm not going to the gym at all. Oh, my God. Uh, mainly because I just wanted to pack light. So, I'm not doing that, you know? So, you're not going to pack your uh, weight clamps? No, I'm not packing the clamps. And I know it seems, like, ridiculous to travel with clamps for the gym, but... It saves a lot of time just searching for those stupid clamps everywhere because no one puts anything back. Mm. So I just carry them around with me now. Mm. Like, I will literally travel. All my, if I know I'm going to the gym. Is that what makes you mad? Every, a lot of things make me mad. Mainly. That's true. You said a lot of things make me mad. They do. You live, ang- you live in the little red person in, yeah. in um, Inside Out. You're the little red guy. Yeah, that is me. I am almost in like, a constant state of... Annoyed. The last two weekends when our friends were around, they're like, what's wrong with Anthony? I'm like, that's just him. That's me all the time. You guys should know. I'm the happiest angry person you're going to meet. Maybe you should go see. Maybe, maybe you, you should, should talk get, into the microphone. I was getting a cat. Maybe you should go see a therapist. Maybe. Maybe one day. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I don't even know what we did today in this podcast, but it was a lot of fun, and we appreciate you giving us 30 minutes of your time. If you have not done so yet, Carla Marie and I launched this project a couple weeks ago called The Morning Show Podcast. If you, It's linked in the description of this podcast, but wherever you listen, just search The Morning Show Podcast, and it should come up. You can keep searching Carla Marie Anthony with it if it doesn't come up automatically in your search bar. It's been a lot of fun, actually, and we're both very shocked at how successful it's been and the responses from people. So, as always, thank you for supporting us. <clears throat> and to those people who said they don't watch Twitch, they just listen to My Day Friday, that was part of the reason why we were asking that because I think we're going to actually reach out to each of you individually and be like, hey, here's the new thing for you. Yeah, and one of the reasons we did it was it gives us an opportunity to go back into that morning show Monday through Friday part of your morning routine world. Audio-wise. And that's one of the things we really, really wanted to do. So it's always less than 25 minutes. It will give you the biggest news stories for of the day. For the record, day. you started saying 20, then 25, now 30. Where the goal is 25. So it's always under 25 minutes. Um, it'll give you the big four news stories of the world, yep. a little hope for humanity. Carla Marie does what's trending. We play a music game that people seem to enjoy. Mm-hmm. So it's all of that in a very concise package. You don't get all the songs repeating like you would on a radio station or 20 minutes of commercials in or 30 minutes of driving time. Or a laugh track or fake callers. Any of that stuff. So check it out. The Morning Show podcast link is in the description of Monday Friday.